Welcome. Come in. Join me by the fire, won't you? Yes, have a seat in that comfy chair. I have many stories to share. Here, on the fear of the mind radio. <laughs> Oblers lights out everybody. It is later than you think. This is Arch Obler bringing you another in our series of stories of the unusual. And once again, we caution you. These lights-out stories are definitely not for the timid soul. So we tell you calmly and very sincerely, if you frighten easily, turn off your radio now. Listen to me now, uh, a few light years and generations ago, as I introduce to a very patient lights-out audience my peculiar play special to Hollywood. Most of you have heard of the new style Hollywood premiere where airplanes full of Hollywood celebrities fly to some town for the first showing of their new picture. The stars in the movie are displayed in a furious burst of glory and then they rush back to Hollywood again to start their next super epic. Well... Tonight, let's tell you about the road back from one of these premier excursions. In this particular case, a most unusual road. The scene? A transport airplane moving through the sky at high speed. A very pompous-looking individual stands talking to the pilot. Look here, pilot. Can't you make this thing go faster? Sorry, what'd you say? Uh, take those infernal earphones or whatever they are off your head and listen to me. I said, can't you make this thing go faster? 150 miles an hour isn't exactly walking, mister. Now, don't get impertinent. I chartered this special plane for speed, you understand? Speed, not to just go dawdling along through air. I'll tell him about it when he comes in. Uh, now, now, look here. Do you realize who you're talking to? Look here, mister. I'll be the first to admit you're a big shot, oh, but uh, when you're bucking a 50-mile wind and still making 150 miles an hour, believe me, that's pretty good. Why, you... Now, why don't you go back in the cabin and sit down and enjoy yourself like a good fella? No, no, look here. You can't tell me what to do. You can't... Mark, Mark, come here. Mark, I'm talking to you. Uh, coming, darling, coming. Well, for Pete's sake, Mark, where have you been? Do I have to split along every time I want to talk to you? All right, darling, all right. I'm, I'm here. Tell them to hurry up? Yes, yes. Everything's taken care of. Yeah, that's what you say. MC-19 calling Glendale. MC-19 calling Glendale. Well, I... Hello, Joe. How is it? I don't know. Why 
don't know why I went on this trip anyway. Yeah? Well, good publicity. <laughs> well, the farmers like it. I can sit in my own backyard huh? and get all the publicity. Oh, yeah, time. everything's don't normal here. Don't Listen. loan a darling me. Just tell me, where can I get a drink? Well, well, what are you good for anyway? <laughs> no, yeah. here, if no, not for that's me, only where two of them. Yeah, you tell me. Everybody, who's everybody? Okay, tell them to get the studio brass band ready. We'll be setting down in a couple hours. Okay. NC-19, signing off. You heard what I said. How many times do I have to say it? You heard me the first time. If not for me, being in at that picture would stink so loud, the only way anyone could go see it would be with one of those... Gas things on their face. Oh, but darling, be reasonable. Any picture that nets $300,000 the first week... Because I'm in it, that's why. Because I am in it. Isn't that right, Bob? Huh? What'd you say? Oh, for Pete's sake, take your nose out of that racing form and listen to me, will you? Oh, listen to yourself, beautiful. I'm busy. Mark, you tell me. How long do I have to put up with this lily imitation of a louse? Now, Lona, oh, darling... Oh, it's all right, Mark. It's all right. I can take it. A thousand a week. Mark, are you going to let him talk to me like that? Well, he hasn't said anything. He's reading my mind. Why, you two-bit little four-flusher, let me what tell you... What do you mean, four-flusher? Why, if not for me shoving your name in every newspaper in the country, uh, you'd be back in that laundry. Mark! Mark, did you hear that? Now, Bob, watch yourself. That's oh, you all. keep out of this. Fire him, fire him, Mark! Yeah, sure, fire me. Go on. So I've got to work for Warner's Fire tomorrow. him, Mark. Yeah, fire me. Oh. Then I'll have some decent pictures to go to town. Throw him out! Baby turkey. turkey! Now, Bob, don't go too far. After uh, all... Did you hear him? My picture's turkey. $300,000 a first week. Why? Ask me why. Exploitation, that's it. Why, without my publicity, you wouldn't be back in that laundry. You'd be in it. Why, you little squirt, you. I'll scratch your eyes out. You lay a hand on me and I'll slap you down to hell. Mark, do something. Huh? Oh, you're fired. You hear me, Bob? Fired. Why, you big bag of wind. Who do you think you're fired? Mark, throw him out. Why, I'll go to JB tomorrow. I haven't cut your heart out. Fired, I tell you. Out on you're your You're not ears. a producer. What? You're a fugitive from that laundry that she used to work. Mark, I'll him out. Have him black. My you Metro Bandit Wanger, I can walk into a dozen jobs tomorrow morning. I, I'll run you, you out of Hollywood. You'll starve to death and I'll kick you in the face. Yes. You'll get another job in Hollywood no, if I have no, to. No, I... Oh, that, that crazy pilot. What's he doing? Well, tell him to stop. Crazy fool climbing like that? Well, don't just stand there. Go on, get in the devil. Well, all right, I'm going. All right. Hey, you, Planet, you crazy? All right, mister. Have a climb, storm ahead. Well, who cares about the storm? You get us home, do you understand? Okay, you're paying for it. Here, message for you. Came over the radio. Oh, oh. all right, all right. Hand it over. What is it, Mark, for me? No. No, me. Yeah. Yeah, me. What's up, huh? Mark, what's the matter with you? Mouth open like a fish. Read it. It, uh, says that John Webster killed himself. Say. You're kidding. No. No, no. See for yourself. John Webster, young novelist, committed suicide 1 p.m. I never thought he'd do it. I, I didn't either. Killing himself just because we changed yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You laughing? Not. Now, Lona, darling, after all... After all what? Two wise guys, and neither one of you has got as many brains as the left side of my Pekingese. What? Okay, let's have it. You, the great Mr. Crane, the publicity wonder Cut boy. the needles, will you, and let's have yes, it. Yes, Lona, what are you getting at? So he's dead. So instead of looking down your noses, you two ought to be standing on your heads. What? Oh, she's not. Oh, am I? The picture getting national release this week, and the sap who writes the words blows his brains out, and I'm supposed to cry, huh? Say, I get it. Call out the Marines. Lorna, you, you you mean that now he can't bother us with an injunction? Well, who's thinking about injunctions? He couldn't stop the picture anyway. You said yourself he signed away all the rights. Then why... Oh, Bob, you tell him. Oh, it's terrific. Mark, don't you get it? Huh? 
So we had the premiere in Chicago. So all right, it stopped. Don't you start in that again, Okay, okay, okay. it wasn't your fault. The director was no good. The film was no good. The cutters got the story loused up. The critics all had belly aches. What's the difference? What the reason was? The picture was a flopperoo. It laid eggs all the way up and down State Street. Get to the point. I passed it already. Don't you get it, Mark? The author of the novel we made the film out of blows his top. Why? Ask me why. I don't have to ask you. The kid told me yesterday right in the hotel. Ruined his life work, he said. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. But that won't be what I'll say. Huh? What, well, who did you... Oh, for Pete's sake, Mark, shut your mouth and listen to the guy. For the first time in a year, he's got a good idea. My idea. That's what you think. Now, listen, Mark. With this angle, we can turn the picture into a gold mine. Well, say it, say it. I'll say it. The reason that crazy kid killed himself was because the picture was so terrific, he was done. Finished. Yeah, yeah, his life work comes to life on the silver screen, so the boy genius bows out. Don't you get it? But, but that isn't true. Oh, for the love I of... mean, I mean, who, who, who'll believe you? It's, it's crazy. Well, you listen to the guy, Loma. Crazy. Sure, crazy. Uh, a story like that, no newspaper will believe it. Oh, won't they? How about if you have a letter the kid wrote you just before he, uh, you know, did it? That's all right. Uh-huh. But he didn't write me any such letter. Oh, for... Lona, you tell him. Look, Mark, what are you trying to do? Give an imitation of Dopey? Huh? Did the savvy kid have to write a letter? Aren't there plenty of guys you got at the studio who write you a letter like that for ten bucks? Yeah, and give you change for five. Aren't there? Oh, oh, is right. Why, the kid bumping himself off so natural. And who thought of it first? You tell me. <laughs> Storm, what kind of screwy pilot we got. Oh, Mark, don't just stand there. Do something. Huh? Oh, all right, all right. I'll, I'll talk to you. Bob, so dark. The light. Well, I can't find the switch. Oh, there. Mark! Mark, tell him to get us out of this. Gee, you two fatheads. I told you I didn't want to go to Chicago. Mark! Mark, tell him to get us out of this store. Mark, can you hear me? Mark! I'll go to No, don't leave me. Listen, we're climbing. Climbing? So what does that mean? He's taking us up above the storm. Oh, why doesn't he hurry? I hate thunder. Mark! Darling, it's all right. Oh, what's all right? What? He's uh, getting us up over the top of the storm. Yeah, like I told you. Oh, what did the buzzer get us into this for in the first place? Mark, if you don't get him fired out. <laughs> there we are. In the light again. Will you look at those clouds down there? Oh, who cares? How would I get for a scotch? We'll be home soon. You can't even see the ground. It's like a carpet from here. Hey, will you shut up? Who cares about clouds? Listen, Touch and Fritz, who's talking to you? Mark, did you hear what he said? No, 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 don't start again, the two of you. I've had all I can stand these three days. You've had? <laughs> hey, will you listen to the guy? Who was pulled and pushed around from everyone from the Cicero fan club number one to those sloppy exhibitors to those lousy reporters? Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Huh? What's the matter? I got an idea. Now, listen, that screwy author, when we land, I'll have a wire sent. We'll have the body sent to the coast and bury him at the studio's expense. Huh? Yeah, sort of a state funeral for the author Alana Douglas's greatest vehicle. That's all right. Oh, I don't know. Maybe they won't. Who won't? The kid didn't have anybody, so we'll do the honors, see? Special car all across the country. Make every news service in the world. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Morbid. You know, morbid. I don't know. Yeah, that's the trouble. You don't know. The first good idea this Lily's had. Now, wait a minute. Cut and you start this getting artistic or something. Now, let me tell you. Hey, what's the matter with you? Hey, Mark, I'm talking to you. Listen. Huh? What the... Bob, you... What's the matter with you two? Engines. Huh? The engine, it stopped. So what? We're landing. What's the matter with you two, Sat? Shut up the engine because we're landing. No. Pilot. 
Pilot, pilot, what's the matter? Pilot, what's happened? I don't know. I don't. What is it? What's happened? What is this? Mark, what did he chase off for? What's the matter? We are landing, aren't we? Well, what did he get so excited about? The engine stopped. Hey, will you stop saying that? So what? We're not due in for an hour yet. Something's wrong. Pilot! Pilot, what's the matter? Lona! Lona, wait! Lona! What's the big idea? Well, what kind of a pilot are you? Now, now, let me talk to you. Listen, you want to Shut up! Shut up! We're not landing, see? We're not landing. But, but the, the engine... Yeah, they stopped. We must be landing. Of course we must be landing. What are you talking about? Blast you! Shut up! You, you can't talk to her that way. Yeah, who do you think you're talking to? fools, will you shut up? Now, look. Look, I tell you. What? The indicator, airspeed indicator. Huh? We're not falling. Mark, what's he saying? Listen, I'm telling you, we're not falling. Engine's dead and we're not falling. You fools, what are you looking at me like that for? Don't you understand? We're hanging. Just hanging in the air. I don't like it. Do you hear me? I don't like it. Now get me down out of here. Bob. Bob. He's passed out. Come on. Back in the cabin. Let us sit down. Mr. Markham, you too. Bob, he... You'll be all right. Come on. Hang In air. This is a gag, isn't it? Tell me, isn't it? We're moving. Oh, we've got to be moving. Lady, my arm, cut it out, will you? Well, then tell me what's happening. What? Bob passed out, Mark, looking like his mouth. He... You've got to talk. You've got to tell me. We are moving, aren't we? No. You liar. You dirty liar. We are. We are. Stop it. Look. Down there. You dirty liar. Try to scare Look. See on the clouds down there? Our shadow's standing still. We're not moving. Get that through your head. We're hanging in space, I tell you. sitting around looking at me for it. I passed out all right. You're all just as scared as I am. You know what you are. You, Mark, you're scared. Your face green. Answer me, you're scared, aren't you? Hang me. In air. <laughs> you see, he's off his nut. You, Lona, you're scared too, aren't you? Why don't you shut up? Pilot, you... You're scared green, too, aren't you? Not me alone. You. Answer me, you. Maybe I'd better shut you up. I'm scared. I'm scared. 
All right, Bob. All right. Oh, I don't want to. All right now. All right. Don't talk. Bury your head. Yeah, that's right. Pilot. Sam. Yeah? What time is it? Five. The radio? What's the use? Try it a hundred times. It's dead as it is. We're going to be. Don't listen to what you're talking about, Bob. Just try not to think. Sam. Yeah? How long have we been? An hour. Only that? Seems like a million. Watch says only an hour. Mark. Mark, listen. Mark, I'm talking to you. Hanging. In air. I wish I was like... Like he is. Yeah. So scared, can't see or hear or think. Look. Hmm? He's gone to sleep. Bob. Yeah. Wore himself out crying. Funny, huh? Nothing's funny. Guess not. But I got funny thoughts in my head. What? A minute ago, I was thinking about when I was a kid. You want to hear about when I was a kid? Why not? Bob here and all the rest of the publicity guys have wrote, written so much junk about me being the only daughter of, you know, poor but respectable small-town people. I almost got to thinking it was true. Yeah, would you believe it? I paid some wise guy over on Sunset Boulevard a thousand bucks for a coat of arms of the family to hang up in the hall. You know, one of those fancy shields with lions crawling all over it and things. Should have had a couple of beer bottles on it instead of lions. Yeah. You want to know my real name? What's the difference? Beer bottles, yeah. Beer bottles and the smell of the laundry coming up the air shaft and a lot of dirt. That's what I remember from when I was a kid. Sam. Yeah? I just wanted to hear you talk. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. I was thinking of something funny about when I was a kid. When it was hot at night, I used to lie on my back on the roof. Look at the clouds and make off. I was just sort of hanging in the air. Honest, Sam, I want that. Funny now. Gravity. What? Did I say something? You said gravity. Why? I was thinking. What? Gravity's pulling us down. Well? I was thinking of what's pulling us up. There aren't any answers. No? No. No answers. When I was that kid, I found answers. Yeah, how to get along. How to get out of the smell and dirt. Real answers. They took me a long way. 5000 a week, five-year contract, no options. I did all right with my answers. Here's one answer I haven't got. Because there isn't any answer. Maybe there is. Yeah? Yeah. You listen to me. Supposing I listen to you. I don't know how to talk. Oh, you just go ahead. 
whole hour, I've been trying to figure things out. So? There isn't any real answer. I mean, it adds up like a column of figures on a slide rule when you're trying to figure out the stress on a wing. Nothing like that, but... Kind of screwy ideas come to me. Oh, I talk about it. Go on. I'm just a bozo. Ever since I've been able to stand on my own feet, everything's got to be able to add up or it just doesn't mean anything to me. When I was a kid... Well? Well, when I was a kid, I really had the... Well, like you said, the poor but respectable parents. You know, the kind they believed in somebody up there and somebody down below and good and evil and all the rest of it. Funny, you thinking about when you were a kid, me thinking the same thing. You said you had the answers. Yeah, it's like this. I heard the three of you talking all the way from the coast of Chicago and now back again. Talking about nothing but yourselves. Each one of you. Nothing meaning anything but yourselves. We weren't like this up here. I know I wouldn't be able to say this, but... Well, why not say it? You. You making more money in a week than the average guy with a family sweats out his insides for in a year. But instead of the money making you understand anything, it's made you understand less than a blind kid walking in the dark. Everything's for you. The world's just a big movie screen. Everybody in it just there to sit up and look at you. Yeah. I heard. Somebody wrote a book. You bought it, made a picture out of it. Maybe it was an honest book, but you didn't buy it to be honest. You bought it to make dough. So the kid blew his brains out. Even dead, he couldn't get away from you. Yeah. You're going to use his dead body to make you more money. Yeah, dead or alive, nothing means anything to you. There's no world but your screwy world. Everybody all over the world can crawl on the ground, hiding from bombs, can be starved and watch their kids starve and die on barbed wire, fighting for something they don't know much about, and drown in the sea, and it don't mean anything to you. None of it. As long as each of you can hold on to what you've got. Yeah. The three of you acting as if you weren't made of the same flesh and blood as the rest of us. As if making a lot of money and seeing your name in the paper a lot and getting a lot of applause took you right off the earth. Maybe something or somebody decided you weren't fit for the earth. Maybe. You, you crying? No. You asked me. I told you. I was in a picture once. The girl got in a jam. She didn't know how to pray, but she started to pray. Well, that was in the picture. This is real, isn't it? Yeah. If anybody told me a couple of hours ago that all this, Mark sitting there out of his head, Bob, me sitting here listening to the kind of thing you... You asked me, I told you. You told me. It was a monkey trick. Hmm? About that kid who died. I'm sorry about that. Even thinking about it. The engine. We've started again. We're in a dive. I gotta get it. Mark, stop! We're moving again. Everything's all 
right, so it's settled. All right. Sure, it's settled. I know my publicity. Thing like this isn't good. It's bad. I'm not arguing with you. All right. Spread a screwy thing like this, and every reporter in the country be holding his nose. It's too screwy, that's all. Heaven's sake, will you stop talking about it? For the last hour, uh, my my head's starting to go around. It, it, it's forgotten. It's finished, so whatever it was, we'll forget. On the way. And that pilot, you talk to him? Sure, sure. He won't talk. He, he wants to eat, don't he? So he won't talk. Got everything fixed, huh? Well, Prima Donna's talking again. Now, now, Lona, you understand. Nobody's going to know about this. Like like Bob says, crazy publicity is bad publicity, and this all was crazy, wasn't it? I'll say. Hey, look, we're over the airport. Uh, good, good. Drink. Do I need a drink? Bathtub full. I'm going to swim in it. A terrible experience, terrible, but all's well that ends well, eh, Lona? A terrible experience, but now finished. Everything's just the same, eh, Lona? Everything's just the same. I wonder. MC-19 coming in. MC-19 coming in. Hello, Joe. Yeah, I had a little trouble a while back. Yeah, uh, engine trouble. Yeah, everything's back to normal now. Yeah, everybody okay? Everything just the same. I wonder. to embark on a dark journey. A journey through the terrifying passages of a distorted mind. Man's mind is filled with dark passages that lead through a labyrinth of horror from which at times there is no return. Come with me as we probe the darkness for ghostly images. Come to the house of Cain. Here we will search out the secret as kept the old house shrouded in a mantle of fear. Who is Cain, you ask? He appears to be an ordinary man like most of us. But here at the old house, isolated from the 20th century, a strange turbulence swirls around him. Cain! Cain! Where are you? Here, Agatha. I'm here. I told you to stay in the house. You're not needed here. Where have you been? In the stone house. Horrible odor in the dungeon. One of the prisoners went mad, set fire to a cell. Ludwig and I dragged him out. We had to calm the others. We used... You tell me. I don't want to know what you do with them. Please. I don't want to know what you do. mystery drama, Them, 
was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ralph Goodman and stars Alan Hewitt and Jordan Charney. Our story begins in a small, crowded courtroom. The jury is filing in. They have reached a decision on the charge of manslaughter. The defendant, Charles Schiller, darts a quick, apprehensive look at his frail wife, Karen, who has stood steadfastly by him during his ordeal. He then stands to face the twelve men and women who have been chosen to decide his fate. The murder, if it is to be called that, was accidental. Charles Schiller testified to this. The evidence seemed conclusive. Let's move in a little closer. The foreman of the jury has just risen. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, have you reached a verdict? We have, sir. How say you? Do you find the defendant guilty or not guilty? Not guilty. (gasps) Come, Agatha. Once again, a mockery has been made of justice. Let's get out of here. Yes, King. As with the others, I find this man guilty. But if a jury found him innocent... I am not influenced by emotion, as are these incompetents chosen to serve on juries. Remember, Agatha, I have been both lawyer and judge. Who is better qualified to decide a man's guilt or innocence? Come. We must inform Ludwig. That man must pay for his crime, as did the others. But, Kane... I said, come, Agatha. We have listened to every bit of evidence presented in this trial. A murder has been committed. I have found the defendant guilty on all counts. It is up to us to see to it that justice will be served. you two. This is last call. Breakfast is served. We're coming, Mom. Dad's giving me a piggy right on the stack. <laughs> oh, more like a ride around the road. <laughs> Easy, Jim. You're strangling. Oh, let's be careful with Daddy now that he's back from that awful courtroom. Home with us again. Well, now you two sit down. We've got toast and boiled eggs and... Boiled eggs? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Oh. I'll just take a piece of toast. And anyways, I'm not hungry, okay? <laughs> All right, then take a piece of toast. <gasps> Maybe you'd better take two. Okay, Dad. i got to run anyway. I'm supposed to meet the guys at the schoolyard. Toast is perfect for eating or running. <laughs> oh, it's so good to have you home. And to have that nightmare behind us. Oh, let's not think about that or talk about it again. All I'm interested in now is is having that phone taken out so I can spend a quiet Saturday with my wife. Hello? No, 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 you didn't. Yes, yes, I'd like very much to be included. 12.15? Fine. Uh, Where is it to be held? Oh, no, 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 that's not necessary. I have my own car. I can just... Well, all right, if you want to. I'll be ready at noon, yes. Goodbye. Who was that? Well, I don't know, really. I neglected to ask. A friend of Warren's, another lawyer. Some of his associates are giving Warren a surprise luncheon today to celebrate his winning my case. I wish I had thought of it. Well, you did call him to thank him, dear, twice last night. Oh, I know, I know, but a luncheon. What a wonderful idea. Mm, And they've asked you to come... It's almost the same as if you'd thought of it. Not quite. But I'm glad someone did. It must be a really fancy party. They're sending a limousine for me. Oh, 
Ooh, how posh. <laughs> uh, look, I, I know we we planned the day together, darling, but well, after all the work Warren did for me, I'd like very much to go. Darling, of course you have to go. Where's it to be? Well, the man didn't say. Well, actually, it doesn't matter. They're sending the car. I'll let the driver worry. I'd better shave. I thought you just did. True, but I've never been picked up by a limousine before. Oh, John. <laughs> oh, it's good to have you home again. Agatha, it's almost twelve. Yes, Kane. Oh, please stop pacing. They'll be here. Ludwig has always brought them. He has never failed you. The uh, transcripts, the murder trials we've judged thus far, where are the transcripts? Here, Kane, on the desk. There is no need to show the poor man the transcripts. Ludwig will bring him in as he has the others. I know you have told me over and over what we do is right. Ah, but in my heart... Sentimental claptrap. That's what got him off of the trial. One does not judge a case with a heart, but with a mind. Here, look at these transcripts. I've gone over them word by word, and in each case the jury has been wrong, I have been right. The limousine. You are right in one thing, Agatha. Ludwig does what he has to do and does it well. Yes, yes, he's brought us our honored guest. Let them in. I will join you presently. I have work. Yes, Kane. One moment, Ludwig. I am coming. Ah, good afternoon, young man. I am sorry to have kept you waiting. Uh, take his hat, Ludwig. And if you will please follow me, sir, to the study. I appreciate your hospitality. My name is Charles, Charles Schiller. Yes. Yes, I know. Now, if you will come this way. The halls are rather dark and dreary. What is this place? I mean, your chauffeur was not very talkative. I still don't know the gentleman's name who sent the car for me. Oh, it's Mr. Kane. This is his estate. Kane, Kane, I see. Is he a lawyer? He's a judge. Oh, Mr. Schiller, I see you've arrived safely. Allow me to welcome you. I'm Matthew Kane. Oh, how do you do? I must admit, when a luncheon was mentioned, I, well, I was expecting... To be taken to a small restaurant or a banquet room? Oh, no, no, no. This is too important a moment to be held in mundane surroundings. Uh, you've met my sister, Miss Agatha Kane? Well, no, no, not, not formally. How do you do, ma'am? If uh, you'll both excuse me... As I've me, told I... you, Agatha, this is Mr. Schiller. He's come to visit with us and have a bite of lunch. Would you do the honors, my dear? Ludwig will help. But give Mr. Schiller and me a chance to get acquainted first. Yes, Kane. I will go and find Ludwig. <sighs> Unfortunately, she is a little addled, I'm afraid. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, since you're the first to arrive, may I suggest a little brandy to warm you from the dampness of the weather? Oh, yes, yes, yes. That'll be fine. I took the liberty of pouring as you arrived. Your drink is here. On the side table. Oh, I see you're admiring that magnificent old portrait over the mantel. My grandfather, sir. A man who gloried in our judicial system. Spent his life exacting justice. A godly man. 
who believed in the holy words, an eye for an eye. He has a magnificent face. Yes. He's been dead for over 50 years now. But his presence is still felt in this house. Well, here's to you, sir. Thank you. Sit down, Mr. Schiller. The others will be here shortly. Sit down and tell me about your day in court. You had an able lawyer. Oh, one of the best. I can't speak highly enough of Warren Douglas. Clever. Yes, very clever. But then, criminal lawyers must be exceptionally clever. Most of the time, they're paid to defend the guilty. <laughs> but I, I meant no inference in your case. It's just a generalization. That's all right. I'm not sensitive. I was exonerated. Yes, yes, I heard. It was a murder case, was it not? Accidental manslaughter. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Forgive me. I, I'm sorry to say I don't follow all the cases I should. Uh, this was something about a fight in a bar room, wasn't it? Mm, the Carlton Lounge. Now, I was waiting for my wife. We were to have lunch that afternoon. There was this man, a complete stranger. He was annoying a woman at the bar I intervened. One word led to another... I hardly remember the struggle that followed, but somehow he fell over backwards against a glass door and shattered it. One of the glass livers pierced his throat. He died almost instantly. Oh, how dreadful. Yes. Yes, it, it was. One minute, sitting quietly, worrying about how much my wife spent on a shopping spree, and, well, the next... We are at the mercy of circumstances, are we not, Mr. Schiller? Oh, let me fill your glass again. I was just wondering about the others. I mean, it's getting rather late. The judicial system and its failings have become quite a passion with me. Several years ago, my sister and I had occasion to attend a criminal court's trial. I'll never forget the sight of the man's face as he stood to receive the jury's verdict. He stood there, quivering with fear, awaiting the foreman's voice to pronounce him guilty... Suddenly, I suppose the strain was too much for him. The poor fellow pitched forward on his face, fell dead where he stood. Dead? Good Lord. Yes. Imagine that. And what do you suppose the jury's verdict was? Not guilty. The man lying dead at their feet there. Yeah. Well, retributive justice has a strange way of finding its mark sometimes. Well, I'd hardly call it justice if they found the man innocent, as you said. I found him guilty. Well, he was dead at any rate. You found him guilty? Yes, Mr. Schiller. We all judge our fellow man. You pick up a newspaper, read of a trial, decide a man's guilt or innocence over your morning coffee or toast, don't deny it. Yeah, well, well, to some extent, I suppose we do. To some extent? Did you hear that, Agatha? Well, now, there is some reasonableness to you, certainly, if you can admit that. Now then, let me ask you this, Mr. Schiller. Do you think, with all the legions of lawyers, clever lawyers with silver tongues, that certain inequities of justice are sometimes meted out by juries? Do some innocent men hang? Unquestionably, sir. Then you would also admit that some of the guilty go free. Is that not so, Mr. Schiller? Uh, oh, uh, I, I, I don't... I don't... I don't feel well. My... My, my, my head... Uh, look, I, I was hoping the others would be here by now. 
Do you think we should give Mr. Douglas a call? Perhaps there's been a misunderstanding. There's been no misunderstanding, Mr. Schiller. Mr. Douglas was never notified. There's no one else coming. Then the misunderstanding was mine. I, I, I thought you said there was to be a surprise luncheon for Mr. Douglas to celebrate... You put something in my drink. Yes, Mr. Schiller. Why? I, I, I don't understand. Why did you do it? Oh, oh, Mr. Kane, oh, please, please, I, I can't. Sleep well, Mr. Schiller. Ludwig and I will attend to everything. Ludwig! Ludwig, come! We have work to do. Ken! Ken! Here, Agatha. I'm here. Mr. Schiller. Where is Mr. Schiller? Justice has been served. It is finished. Oh, Kane. Kane. Your coat. Your new coat. What have you stained it with? I think it's blood. I was attempting... Don't tell me. I don't want to know what you do with them. Please, Kane. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Well, there is no doubt that justice in the minds of men can take many forms. Who is to say what is true justice? The charge against the defendant was manslaughter. Well, I guess each man has his own rationalization for justice as he sees it. But just as no man may place himself above the law, so no man may appoint himself the oracle of judgment and truth. It seems, however, that Matthew Cain has done so. I'll return shortly with Act Two. have passed since the disappearance of Charles Schiller. His wife, Karen, has been summoned to headquarters to discuss the incident with the police. The request is rather unusual, considering that over 3,000 cases of missing persons are reported in an average-sized metropolitan city each month. Police files bulge with triplicates of these reports. But the case of Charles Schiller has caught the eye of Detective Sergeant Steiner. Something about this case has activated the trail dog instinct. Steiner is sure he is on to something. I appreciate your checking into this, Sergeant. Of course I don't want to raise your hopes too high, Mrs. Schiller. I, I mean, around here, lots of times one and one comes out three. Yes, I understand, Sergeant. But how can I help? Well... As I understand it, according to our records, Mr. Schiller's lawyer was never informed of any testimonial luncheon in his honor or any meeting that day of yes, any I, kind. I spoke to Warren, Mr. Douglas, and, and he knew nothing about it, but I'm sure he told you that, too. Yes. Uh, yes, he did. I have his statement right here. I'm sorry to put you through all this again, Mrs. Schiller, but you see, after your husband's disappearance, the facts related to it were run through our computer... Statistical department on a hunch of mine came through with something rather interesting. 
something I'd like to pursue with you, if I may. Certainly. What is it? Well, Mr. Schiller, it, it seems that the circumstances that surround your husband's disappearance have been repeated three other times, all within the last seven months. I'm afraid I don't, I don't follow What I'm trying you. to say is, three men, three other men have vanished over the past seven months. And the one thing these three men had in common was they disappeared immediately after having stood trial for murder. Well, what does that have to do with... Wait a minute. Uh, Just a moment. More of a coincidence yet. Each of these men was found not guilty at his trial. Look here. David Swan, charge of first-degree murder seven months ago, October, not guilty. Man named Bates, manslaughter, not guilty. Collins, manslaughter, not guilty. You see the pattern? Mm. Trial, exoneration, disappearance. Unusual, isn't it? And you think that my husband's disappearance has has something to do with these other men? For now, let's just say he fits the pattern. You know, I've looked all through his file, this file here, dozens of times. Now, there's just one little piece missing. Did someone... Anyone see the man who picked your husband up that day on the limousine? No. I told the man who took the report. I was out shopping. Oh, yes, yes. Here it is. And Jimmy was out. Jimmy? Well, it's my son. He's eight. Oh. He was at the schoolyard playing with his friends. Didn't I mention that? No. No, there's uh, no mention here of your son. Oh? Hmm. This uh, boy of yours, Jimmy, uh, could he have come home while you were out? Well, I suppose I... I never thought to ask. But we have a treehouse in the backyard. He and his friends often play there. This uh, treehouse? Does it face the street? You mean the front driveway? Yes, but... Mrs. Schiller, where is your son now? He's in school. He'll be home at three. Uh, Do you think there's something that Jimmy might know that... Possible. Possible, Mrs. Schiller. You know, all we need is one lead. Mr. Schiller, wake up, Mr. Schiller. It's time to rise and shine. Uh, Kane? Exactly, Mr. Schiller. Kane. Matthew Kane. Where am I? What is this place? Your room is high above the ground on the far side of the estate. Room? This isn't a room. It's a cage. So it is, Mr. Schiller. What is this? Barred window, steel door? It's like a prison cell. It is a prison cell, Mr. Schiller. But why? Why am I here? To serve your sentence. I've judged your case and found you guilty. No. Well, it's all very well and good to say no. But here you are, aren't you? Here they all are. And here they'll stay until their brains rot and their bodies decay. They? You mean there are others? Yes, Mr. Schiller, there are others. Others who have broken God's law and must pay for it. Here, Mr. Schiller, here are your rations for the day. You can't keep me here, Kane. My wife will go to the police. She's probably notified them already. Oh, I'm sure she has. I'm sure the others have wives and loved ones who have reported these unfortunate incidents to the police. 
You have disappeared, sir. Vanished into thin air. It's as simple as that. Not in this day and age. They'll find me. They have ways. Give it a year. Collins thought that way once. So did Swan. And the others. Give it time. We'll see. And now, if you'll excuse me, I must take these trays down the corridor. It's getting rather late. I'm due in court in an hour. There's an interesting case I must keep up with. When one is given the responsibility to judge his fellow man, one must be thorough in order to be fair. Kane! Come back! Kane! Someone, someone will come. They'll find me. They'll find me. Well, I'm glad you could bring Jimmy to see me, Mrs. Schiller. When he said that he was in the treehouse and saw his daddy leave in a big black car... This could be the lead we've been looking for. Now, are you uh, comfortable in that chair, Jimmy? Yes, sir. Ah, good. Now, you keep looking through this picture book. I don't understand how a children's book of cartoons are... types, Mrs. Schiller. Tall, oh. thin, wiry, heavy, muscular. And the clothes they wear, all geared to pinpoint a suspect. Now, Jimmy, do you see anyone in there who looks like the man you saw from the treehouse? Um, not exactly, but... He looks something like this one, huh? only he's wearing kind of a uniform, like a soldier. Tall, thin, in uniform. Now, let's see. Mm. Uniforms, uniforms. Ah, here we are. Now, Jimmy, was he a soldier like this one? Uh, no. Or, uh, wait a minute, uh, how about this one? That's it. That's it. And he had a hat on. Like this one, right? Yeah, that's the one. But it, it wasn't black. It was gray, like Bobby's cat. Now, anything else you noticed about him, Jimmy? No, sir. Mrs. Schiller, we've got ourselves a suspect. Does that mean you can find my daddy? It means we have a better chance. At least we know one of the men we're looking for is a chauffeur. And we have some idea of what he looks like. Now, excuse me, Mrs. Schiller. Rodriguez... I want a composite made up of uh, the Schiller case. Get the artist in here. Oh, and I'll need two men from Homicide. We're going to stake out that courthouse. I want a careful surveillance on limousines that pull up. I'll be going along. I'm bringing Schiller's wife and boy with me. Oh, you uh, will allow Jimmy to come along, won't you? We'll see that he's kept out of danger. Of course, Lieutenant. Oh, I don't mind danger. If I can help find my daddy. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, good morning, Agatha. Good morning. There was hammering and pounding near my room this morning, Kane. Yes, we're building a new cell. A new cell? There's another court case today. Murder one. I don't want to hear about it. You can't shut out the world, Agatha. And please, get that dog of yours off the chair. I've told him over and over. I'll get him, Kane. You hurt him when you pick him up. He's so tiny. I hate small things. Small minds, small people. Take him out. And come right back. We'll be leaving for the courthouse as soon as Ludwig brings the limousine out front. Oh, I can't go today. There's a flower show at the Civic Auditorium. Mrs. Eustace is picking me up this afternoon. You've asked her to come here? Oh, I, I won't invite her in. I'll be ready when she arrives. Oh, Kane, when is all this going to stop? <laughs> <laughs> 
You loved Grandfather Agatha. You know what he stood for. You know how I've worked and planned and dedicated my life. We won't stop. We'll never stop as long as there's breath left in me. (sighs) Why do you do this to me? I don't like losing my temper. You know I don't. Ah, Ludwig's ready. Since you are going to be home, feed the prisoners. Prisoners? I, I, I don't know where they are. You know where they are, Agatha. I've seen you sneaking around, watching Ludwig and me go up the narrow stone steps of the gatehouse. But the keys, I, I don't know where you keep... You don't need keys. You'll find the trays in the kitchen. Fill them. Slide one under each cell. I'll expect it to be done when I return. Uh, yes, Kane. Well, I must hurry off to the courthouse. When a man's life is at stake, one must be fair. <laughs> That's the courthouse, Jimmy. Over there, across the street. Oh, gee, it's a big place. And there's so many people. Just looking for one, Jimmy, the chauffeur, the man who took your daddy away. Do you think you can recognize him from here? Well, try, Mom. Good, Jimmy. Now, we'll just sit here in the car and wait. This is a special murder trial. I think our suspect will be here. Now, you understand, Mrs. Schiller, I'm... I'm not making any predictions. We understand, Sergeant. The way things have been going, this may be our only chance. Mr. Schiller? Mr. Schiller? Uh, yes? yes who, who is that? I brought you some food, Mr. Schiller. Miss Agatha, what are you, what are you doing Kane here? Kane left the house. He asked me to feed the uh, prisoners... I'll just slip your tray under the cell door. There. Can you reach it? Yes, but... Good. Then I'll just move on and... No, 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 wait. Wait, I must talk to you. No, I can't. I have the others to feed. I left my little dog downstairs. I told him, stay. But he never listens. (laughs) There he comes. Oh, he's so naughty. Chin, chin, I told you not to follow me up here. Cain would be so angry if he knew. Oh, dear. He's crawled under your cell door, Mr. Schiller. He's going after your food. Oh, do grab him quickly, Mr. Schiller, please. That's it. Thank you. I'll take him now. Oh, no. Oh, no, you can't do that, Miss Agatha. Oh, what? Now, we're both prisoners here. Your dog and I. Both prisoners? Until you get the keys. Oh, Mr. Schiller, there's no need to do that. You see, you can just pass Chin Chin through the bars. He's all fluff. He'll pass through easily. Oh, Mr. Schiller, you're hurting him. May I have my little dog, please? Yes, yes, Miss Agatha. Thank you. As soon as you get the keys. Well, I can't do that. You're Kane's prisoner. And your dog is my prisoner. Oh, please, give me my dog. He never did anything to you. Oh, that's unfortunate. But look around you. Look what your brother did to me and the others. Locked us in these stinking cells to satisfy his insanity. Mr. Schiller, you must understand. My brother is not insane. 
The reason he does what he does... But there's no is... time for that. Now, either you get those keys, or I'll snap this <gasps> little dog's neck. No, no, you, you wouldn't do that. I swear to you, no. I'll no. kill him this no, instant unless you do as I, I say. I don't know anything about the keys. Find them. Oh, please, Mr. Schiller, give me my dog. The keys, Miss Agatha, I'm running out of patience. Get the keys! Yes, the mind of man is a fragile thing. There is little doubt that Charles Schiller has reached the breaking point. It has been said that desperate men are capable of desperate deeds. Will the frightened Miss Agatha find the courage to release her brother's prisoner in exchange for the life of her dog? I'll return shortly with Act Three. An hour has gone by since the arrival of the police stakeout at the courthouse entrance. Sergeant Steiner has been in constant touch with the unmarked cars he has strategically placed around the building. Sitting with him are Karen and Jimmy who has been keeping a close watch on various limousines that have come and gone. So far, nothing. Steiner's face is grim. He has little hope to hold out to the anxious wife and child, whose world has been darkened by the strange disappearance of Charles Schiller. I've just checked with units two and four. They've got the rear entrance under surveillance. No sign of a limousine or chauffeur back there. Well... We're doing what we can, but... I understand, Sergeant. Our real hope is Jimmy here. He saw the man before. He's the only one who can make a positive identification. Well, anything new, Jimmy? He did see someone a little while ago that he thought could be the man. One of one of the chauffeurs waiting there across the street. Yeah, you were busy talking on the radio. Well, you should have cut in. Where? Which one? Well, he's gone now. No, wait! Huh? There he is over there at that big black car. The limousine? Yeah, he's helping that big fat man get into the back seat. Are you sure that's the man you saw from the treehouse? Well, I wasn't before, but but I am now. You see how he bends over kind of stiff when he opens the door? Uh-huh. Well, that's how the man bent over when he helped Dad into the car at our house. Well, that's good enough for me. The car's starting up. They're going to leave. Well, let's hurry up and capture him. No, no, Jimmy. We're not going to capture him. Why not? We're going to follow him. He's the only link we have to your dad. Control one to all stakeout units. Limousine, license number GNC918. Pulling away from curb in front of courthouse. Suspect at wheel. Heading east on third. Taylor. He's turning, sir. Heading for your grid, unit four. Pick up as he passes. Units two and five. Follow on parallel course. Move it. Ten four. Miss Agatha? Miss Agatha! I, I'm here, Mr. Schiffer. I'm looking for the key. Uh, well, keep looking. <laughs> oh, you, you, you shut up. I'm not going to hurt you. I just want to get out of this madhouse. <laughs> Miss Agatha! Oh, wait. Wait. Here they are. I found them. See? I found the keys. They were back there in this small storage room. You can have them. All of them. Well, just give me my dog. No, no, not so fast. Try them in the lock first. Uh, all right. All right. But please, be careful. Chin Chin is so delicate. The lock 
goddess, Agatha. I'm trying, Mr. Schiller. But there are so many. They're all rusty. And most of them are too big. Oh, God. Try, try that one. I, There's no it, rust on it at all. Oh, it, oh, it fits. Hurry. Oh. Now, you're sure it's right for me to do this? My brother will be back any minute. Damn your brother. Do you want your dog handed to you in one piece or don't you? Oh, oh, oh yes, yes. Now, please, don't hurt him. I, I'll do just as you say. There. You're free, Mr. Schiller. Thank the Lord. Now, release my dog. Here, take him. Careful. Don't drop him, Mr. Schiller. Oh, now look what you've done. He's getting away. Chin Chin, you come back here this instant. This very oh, instant. Forget about him. I've got to get out of here. Which way do I go? Here, Chin Chin. Good little Chin Chin. Miss Agatha, wait. I can't. I'd better find poor Chin Chin right away. Oh, it's so easy to get lost in this endless maze of horrors. Damn you, Miss Agatha. Come back. Come back. I don't see the limousine anymore, Lieutenant. I don't think we lost them. No, Mrs. Schiller. They're up ahead. Unit 4 is keeping them in sight. Uh, Control to Unit 4. Control to Unit 4. I've got him. Suspect turning off onto the old Belmont Road. Heading for private driveway. All units, all units, converge on driveway. Do not use sirens. We'll wait for you there. 10-4. Why are we stopping? I don't want to get too close. But we'll lose them. They just turned into the driveway. Can't we follow? I'm afraid not, Jimmy. The driveway in that old estate back there is private property. Private property? But my husband may be there. We can't go any farther without a warrant. What's that? Permission, Jimmy, to search the place. The other car should be along any minute. You flag them down, son. I'll take care of the red tape. Control one to central. Control one to central. Request the search warrant. Private residence. 1143. 1143 Belmont Road. Residence name unknown. Try through vehicle registration. License number GNC 918. Repeat. G N C nine one eight. Agatha, will you please stop blubbering like a child and tell me what's happened? Well, it was just a few minutes ago, Kane. I'm sure you and Ludwig can find him and bring him back. Find who? Bring who back? Mister Schiller. Schiller. Well, he. He forced me to let him out of his cell. He what? Well, you see, he had Chin Chin. He said he would break the poor little dog's neck if I didn't get the keys. You gave him the keys? Well, I I opened his door, then left them in the lock. I had to go after Chin Chin. Ludwig, quickly, the cells. I'll get the rifle. You fool, Agatha, you fool. I know I shouldn't have. The shells, Agatha. Where does Ludwig keep the shotgun shells? Uh, No, no, Cain. Put away the gun. Disobedience must be met with force. Justice, Agatha. Justice. Justice? I have seen your prison cells, Cain. Those poor, unfortunate men living like caged animals. You call that justice? No, get out of my way. Those men must not escape. Too late, Cain. Shella. I've already released them. Do you realize what you've done? Those men are half-crazed. 
I suggest we all stay here. It's a lot safer than out there. I've warned you, brother. Stop before it is too late. I must stop them. I must. The other prisoners are here. Run, Miss Agatha. Run. Stop, all of you. You're breaking the law. I'll not stand for a breach of justice. Those noises we heard, Sergeant, I'm sure they're coming from the house. Sounds like a Mrs. Schmidt. Shotgun blast. There's trouble up ahead. It sounds like it's moving this way. No need to wait for that warrant now. All right, pull up, men. That gunfire is coming from the left. Rodriguez, Gordon, cover me. I'm going in. Mr. Schiller, you'd better wait back here with Jimmy. And keep down, out of range. We will, Sergeant. This way. Miss Agatha, uh, keep running. Uh, I can see the road uh, from here. I'm trying, Mr. Schiller. I don't know what got into my brother. He's never been a violent man. Well, he's still out there uh, somewhere, firing uh, wildly at anything. Uh, moves. Oh, those men. Do, do you think he, he killed them? Look, there's no time uh, to think about anything now. Uh, just, just keep running. Uh, I can't. I, I just can't go on any farther. It's all right, Miss Agatha. Uh, Look! Uh, Look up ahead! Uh, Uniformed men! Uh, it's the police! Hold your fire, men! There's someone up ahead! It looks like. Yeah, it is. It's Charles Schiller! Oh, thank God you found us. We couldn't have gone much further. You are Charles Schiller? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And this is Miss Agatha Kane. Yes. Her brother Matthew is back there, armed with a shotgun. You know, you better come with me. You'll both be safer back there on the road. Get away from that man. Kane! He's an escaped prisoner. I'll shoot the first man who touches him. Careful. He's deranged. He's been holding chained men captive at the house. Put down that shotgun, Mr. Kane. I am in charge here. Tell your men to back off. I'm warning you, sir, for the last time. Schiller, hands on your head. We're returning to the cell. It's no use, Kane. It's all over. If you pull that trigger, you'll be murdering an innocent man. I was innocent, Kane. They were all innocent. That's a lie. I judged you all fairly. I see now I was too lenient with my sentence. Now that you dare defy me, I change my verdict. Your sentence is no longer life. It's death. Shut up, look out! Gain. Gain. My. My poor brother. You shot him. Sorry, ma'am. I, I had no choice. Agatha. Yes, Gain. I'm here. I, I was only trying. I know, Gain. I tried to warn you to stop before it was too late. Oh, you're too easy on them. Too quick to forgive. The people, the jurors, they're all like you. Someone has to uphold the rightness of things. He's... He's gone. Cain. Oh, Cain. He put me through hell, Sergeant. But you know something? I can't help feeling what he did was partly our fault. Our fault? Yes. Crazy as it may sound, there is some logic to his madness. (laughs) 
while Matthew Kane is no longer with us, I, for one, am saddened by his untimely death. I was beginning to like him. I always did admire a man who is dedicated to his work. And talking about a man who is dedicated to his work, listen. We didn't frighten you with our story tonight. It's true, Matthew Kane was a psychopath. And he did have quite a successful prison franchise operating on his dark and dismal estate. But fortunately, Sergeant Steiner arrived on the scene in time to stop him from opening branch offices all over the country. So, dear listeners, you all will be safe in your beds until I return. Our cast included Alan Hewitt, Jordan Sharney, Augusta Dabney, Evie Juster, and Jim Dukas. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. <laughs> <laughs>